Welcome to Moody's Mixer. Winner with prostate cancer. No fear necessary. How's everyone doing today? It's a beautiful Sunday. I know a lot of you probably watching football in the United States and enjoy your Sunday and I hope you're having a good time and having a good day and I'm glad to be back, you know, doing the podcast again and you know my health is coming along real well and I'm I'm feeling good and Kind of just want to give an update. I, I spoke a couple of weeks ago, you know, after completing all of my tests. You know, I was, you know, under doctor's orders for tests and visits and all that. And, you know, it's been quite a, it's been a lot. You know, I've never, I guess, been under so much doctor's care in my life. You know, almost two months of appointments and tests and MRIs and biopsies and you know I just never been used to that so that in itself has been kind of a you know a change in my life you know I've never had to do that you know so what is you know what does that really look like and you know I remember my dad you know when he was would have tests and you know be a couple of weeks and he was like man I don't never want to have to do that. And but as we get older and, you know, we get certain diagnoses and next thing you know, you're there. But it's not always a bad thing. You know, sometimes it's just about information. You know, what information, you know, are we getting and what do we do with that information? And, you know, what is it telling us where we are in our lives? So, you know, what's going on and. You know, I've had some great results, and I kind of mentioned before, I, I'm, I'm kind of ready to really get in the race. And you know, I've always spoken about, you know, in track and field, how we get our bodies prepared. You know, we have to get in shape to really start competing. And it's been about 14 months, and I've been as I call in the off season or doing my over distance, getting my body ready to really compete. And one of the things I kind of want to, you know, make sure that everyone understands that, you know, in the Olympics, you know, there are Olympic champions, but there are Olympic champions in different events. You know, you might be a 200 meter or 400 meter, or you might be in fencing or wrestling or boxing or a marathon runner. But out of all those events, you know, you have a gold medalist, a silver medalist, a bronze medalist, and some who just miss it. But some, no matter what, whether they made it to the finals, they are an Olympian. And you're always an Olympian, whether you win or lose. And you're always an Olympic champion. And some newscaster, actually, this past Olymp uh, Olympics, made uh, 
a comment and says, yeah, he's a past Olympic champion. He said, no. Someone corrected him, no, he's an Olympic champion. And it's just funny how people are, you know, quick or just out of ignorance would take certain titles of things that you've earned from you. And, and it's kind of a big deal because, you know, you've worked so hard to achieve that. And for someone to say you're past and you always an Olympic champion, you know, you're always a world champion, you know, even though, you know, the new, a new year may come and it's a new champion, a world champion this year or a new Olympic champion in that same event, but you never lose that. Jesse Owens is always an Olympic champion, period. And as we deal with our health, you know, we, you know, you, you know, we have to look at it a little different. You know, we, we all may compete with our health as an event like in the Olympics, but we all have to train a little differently. You know, what do we do different? You know, uh, a 100-meter guy doesn't do the exact same training as a marathon runner or as a boxer or as a gymnast or as a weightlifter. Each event carries its own set of workouts, preparation. But in the end, they are champions, those who won. And what we have to do with our health and what I'm doing with my health is figuring out what event am I competing in. You know, what is my health event? I can say, yeah, it's cancer. Okay, that's like saying it's track and field. I can break it down and say, hey, it's prostate cancer. I can say, okay, it's a 400 meters. It's more specific because there's different type of cancers. There's different types of illnesses. You know, there are, you know, um, health issues such as, you know, your heart condition, you know, heart disease. You know, maybe that's wrestling or something. And if we start breaking down our health and understand that, we have to look at it individually and not collectively. We can compete at a higher level and win the event. But if we try to train and do it all the same, you know, we, you know, we can fall short. And what I can tell you is that, you know, because I've trained with Olympic champions and world champions. So I saw how specific it had to be for that particular event. And even within that particular event, athletes who are in that same event still may train a little differently because their skill set's a little different. So how does that relate to our health? Well, you know, there are a lot of people with prostate cancer or cancer period or heart disease or diabetes. How do we treat those illnesses? You know, we can't all do the same thing. And I'm going to break a few things down today 
and I'm going to build on them in the next few weeks. You know, this is the start of season four of Winning with Prostate Cancer, No Fear Necessary. But I want to break some things down to kind of get us in the frame of mind that, hey, we can beat this thing no matter what it is. Or we can, you know, lose weight or, you know, just get them, you know, get our blood pressure down, you know, whatever we want to work on. And what I've been finding out, you know, you know, through my years of just, you know, talking with people and families and, you know, even you know, as lately as this past, you know, year and a half with my own, just the misconception of health that's out there. Because you can't treat all illnesses the same. You know, and what kind of happens when we fall into the protocol of medicine or treatment you know, we get treated kind of all in the, the same. And I'm not saying those treatments are inherently bad. But we got to get an understanding for ourselves so we can make those adjustments to have the best result, regardless of the solution we choose. You know, you know, all quarter milers or 800 runners or, or marathon runners, so, you know, they all train a little differently, even within the same event. So what makes it different when someone has cancer or has prostate cancer? You know, there could be someone with prostate cancer just like me. But their treatment option may be different. Even if we may choose the same kind of path, there may be some nuances that may be a little different. But we don't know that, and doctors don't know that if they, if we don't kind of get engaged and we just kind of leave it all up to them to tell us what we need to do. And so, you know, you heard me speak a while ago about getting your blood panel, you know, getting certain tests, because that's going to tell you what you need to do. You know, I'm just going to kind of, you know, talk about some things that I'm doing you know, um, you know, with my juicing, you know, I'm, I'm kind of now past the, the over distance phase. And you know, I did all my mileage and I've built my base. Now I'm ready to start finding, fine tuning my workouts. You know, so now I'm doing, you know, specific workouts to work on particular parts of the race. And you know, there could be another quarter miler who's doing the same thing. But he may have four different things that are different than mine because his strengths and weaknesses are different, just like my strengths and weaknesses are different. You know, Alberto Ron Torina, who I looked up to, you know, who was a double 400, 800-meter runner in the 76 Olympics. No one has done that since doubled in the 400 and the 800. Michael Johnson doubled in the 400 and the 200. So he was more a speed quarter miler as Alberto Rontorina was a strength 400 meter guy. So they ran the 400 different and both of them were Olympic champions. Their workouts were completely different. 
And so when our health is no different, if we try to just be a protocol list, we can miss a lot of things and not have the best performance or have the best outcomes. So that's why I'm really kind of trying to bring to the forefront, not don't do this and, you know, this treatment is bad for you and all that. I'm not saying that at all. And I want to make sure people understand that. No matter what path you choose, you got to get an understanding on what you need to do. Because you got to get involved. And one of the things my doctors have been doing, you know, with me, you know, and, and I had to learn real quick when I would go in for my, my checkups, they start asking me questions and it would be, it was like, well, doc, I thought you knew all that. They said, no. It's your responsibility to know how many milligrams of this and what you're doing and all that, not just for it to be in my record. And a light bulb kind of went off. Is that I got to take control of my health. So I'm really going to break it down, you know, in this season here and get more into the details of specifics of what we need to do. And I kind of started with, you know, hey, you know, especially for men, get your PSA done, you know, and start finding out where you are. Don't be afraid of it. And I'm happy to say that I've gotten several calls and, and emails and, you know, guys saying, hey, man, thanks. I got my PSA. I went and got checked. Some, some's come back positive and some come back negative, but they know now. And now the metabolic you know, panels, you know, your, your, your blood, you know, so you can start looking at all your other indicators because, you know, a doctors is on, doctors are only going to kind of do a little checklist. And when you kind of understand, Hey, wait a minute, I got to get this fixed. So I, I, it doesn't lead there. So I just want to make sure I'm just kind of recapping, you know, cause we're going to, you know, break it down over the next few weeks. So, yeah, you know, I've talked about the lump in my neck and I got the MRI back and it has diminished 60%. And something I've had my whole life. And it started getting bad in my 40s, you know, the last 20 years, you know, it would get the size of a of a of a ball in my neck. And it it's gone. You don't see it anymore. You know, my blood pressure back, you know, last April, April of 2020, you know, it got high again. And it's, you know, 115 over 70, you know, and it's been consistent. My weight now is consistent at 145. And I thought I never could get there. I said, this just don't make sense. But I'm there. So now I'm really ready to fight. And I kind of talked about... You know, a little bit, a couple of weeks ago, ago now I got to get these enzymes. You know, I'm ready to get these enzymes now to start fighting these cancer cells and, and, and having my cells produce at the proper rate and not just, you know, uh, multiplying and, you know, dividing uncontrollable. Because when the cells divide uncontrollable, that's when you get the free radicals. That's when these cancer cells can attach. But I had to get myself in shape. You really start getting, you know, 
specific training, a specific understanding of what I need to do with my body. And we all need to do that. Whether you have a chronic, you know, diagnosis or not, you know, start understanding what's happening. And we're going to break it down a little bit more, but, you know, things are looking real good for me. You know, I, I'm happy where I am, and now I'm ready to really start zeroing in on that cancer. I don't have to worry about making sure my blood pressure is ready. You know, I'm not exerting unnecessary energy now. You know, I, I, you know, I have to give up running because I need every ounce of energy. I need my enzymes, you know. So one of the things, you know, you know why do you just juice and, and eat certain things? Because it's about my digestion system not having to work hard. So, for instance, berries are good for you. Strawberries and blueberries and blackberries, you know, that's a good thing to eat. A lot of, you know, antioxidants in there. But they're not good for me because they're bad on the digestive system. Which means those enzymes are, using, are being used for my digestion so I don't, I, I don't, I, I'm not eating berries anymore. You know, avocados. I can't eat pineapples because there are things in, in pineapples that offset what my body needs to do, you know, from an enzyme. You know, I got to eliminate salt because salt are enzyme inhibitors. So we have to understand. So what happens is people tell you, oh, that, those are good for you. That is not necessarily a false statement when people tell us that. But it could be bad for us. So if I am a, I'm training for the 400 meter, and I'm Alberta Ron Torino as opposed to Michael Johnson, to tell them to do one workout, to do the same workout, one could be bad for one and, and good for the other. But they both training for the same event. So we have to be careful of just taking information without understanding the complete picture that we have. And that's why I'm really breaking down these, you know, these comprehensive blood panels and getting these results. Because we have to be careful when we get information. And it's not always that people are saying something false. But it's not good for us. So when I read the forbidden list, I was surprised about things I cannot eat. Because they are good things in a typical diet. But when I'm, my body is being used to fight cancer, it's a different event. I need my body to do certain things. So we can go out and Google stuff and it says such and such is good for our avocados are good for you. And that is a true statement. But if you don't understand what it does, you know, that berries are good for you. But if you don't understand that berries are hard on the digestive system. You know, that's why when people say, oh, yeah, I got, I'm juicing, you know, I, I got, you know, I got the, this, you know, the bullet or I blend all my stuff and I drink it all. And they say, yeah, you know, I got the fiber and everything. 
You know, because, you know, we, we were told, hey, fiber is good for you. And inherently, fiber is not the worst thing for you, but fiber is hard on your digestive system. So what happens, my body is working to digest things as opposed to fighting. So you got to know what things you need to train for to get your body ready and to fight. So that's why breaking this thing down is important. And that's what we're going to get into in this season here, more specific about our body makeup. And so it's not that no one is telling us anything bad. It's just that we got to get control ourselves and understand it. And for those who, are, who have not been diagnosed with a chronic disease or illness, get on top of it now. You know, so you can get control of it. But just because you read something that something's good for you, you got to pull back the, the onion. Or as I say, you, like the Wizard of Oz, you got to pull back the curtain and see what's really going on. So everything that's good for you or good for someone else doesn't always translate. And it's not that anyone's trying to hurt you. It's just that it doesn't necessarily compute to what you're doing. So that's why it's kind of important to kind of understand what's going on with our bodies. So, you know, I just want to make sure we, we kind of have that because we got to be careful. And I'm just going to kind of take a little break and I'm going to come back and I'm going to kind of read some things to you so everyone kind of understands, you know, what's going on so I'm just going to take a little break I'll be back and I'm going to read that list to you in here and just kind of get through this list. Okay, so so what's on this list? And some of it you you probably already know we shouldn't be doing period. But these are things on my list for what I'm dealing with. Okay, so these are not inherently bad for everyone, but for me. And what I'm saying is we all need to find out individually what works for us. And that's why diets and stuff, you know, we just kind of get a diet book or try to follow a program. But if we don't get into the detail, they just don't, they don't work. So I'm just going to kind of read some things, you know, uh, you know, of course, like all processed foods, 
right? You know, that's, you know, lunch meat and meats and, you know, canned tunas and hot dogs and stuff like that. Of course, no alcohol, you know, avocados, you know, no canned foods, you know, sweets, you know, candies, cheese, cucumbers. Cucumbers is a veggie, but it's poorly digested. Because, see, what I got to do is save my enzymes, you know, to create these proteins, you know, to store energy, you know, this ATP. We're going to get a little deeper than that to, in some, into some um, future shows when we're going to talk about ATP, you know, the cycle of what happens in our bodies. You know, so we have to be careful of what we put into our bodies. You know, but like Epsom salts and stuff, even, you know, those type of things that we we may soak in. And I'm going to get into even, you know, my hygiene stuff and things around my house and I have having to change what's in my house now. But, you know, no fats and oils, like fluoride. So like fluoride and water and toothpaste and stuff like that. So I got this special toothpaste. I don't, you know, use deodorant anymore. I know y'all said, man, man, cool, you already stank, but that's all right. Because the deodorant covers your pores. So what sweat does is allows the toxins to release. And I found some good organic ones. But then when I started getting a little deeper, it's like, I don't want any of it. Because I'm blocking the toxins from leaving. So like fluoride in, in, in our water. So, you know, when you buy water from these water companies, you know, and they say, hey, you want fluoride in it. You know, it's good for A, B, C, D, F, and G. Well, not for me. And I'm going to get into the details as we kind of get into um, a little bit uh, on the show. You know, milk. No mushrooms, because it's not a vegetable, it's a fungus. Nuts. Nuts are high in fats, and it's the wrong configurations of proteins. Even though, so I do need some proteins, but nuts is the wrong configurations. Even, you know, they're um, organic. And I've, you know, I've kind of eaten, you know, a bunch of nuts, especially when I was by myself, you know, because Kim is allergic to nuts, so I can't bring them in the house. But it's the wrong configuration of proteins. So that's tough for me because that was kind of like my other snack I thought I could be able to get away with. But can't do pickles because that's just, you know, cucumbers. Bad on the digestions. So orange and lemon rinds, you know, they contain aromatic oils. You know, no salts, all salt substitutes. No soy products. Most spices, high in aromatics. You know, and, and, and teas. There are a few teas that allows us, you know, to drink. Now, what kind of happens a little later, and, you know, this is a, uh, 
uh, a therapy, a part of a therapy that I'm using. I'll break it down a little bit, you know, you know, in in the show a little later, you know. And eventually, you know, there are some things you can bring in. Maybe some eggs, some fish, and maybe some meats and some butter. But that's after you at a certain point. And it's on us individually to understand where we are. Some things that are always from, are forbidden are all aerosols, sprays. You know, that's been a, a bad thing for a few decades. You know, depending on how old you are, you know, when they when had the aerosol can thing, you know, because what was going to the, the ozone. But like no new car, like new, no new carpeting or, or chemical cleansers, chlorine bleach, those things have toxins and just smelling those things can lead to our bodies. A lot of the cosmetics, ointments and paints and perfumes and pesticides and stuff. So when you get to a certain level as an athlete and you're talking hundreds of a second or tenths of a second just to get on the metal stand, these little things matter. You know, you hear people missing the Olympic team by a hundredth of a second. Because, you know, if you, you know, they only take three. And that fourth, this, you know, that coming in fourth place, that's the place you don't want to be. And for a lot of athletes, it's just a, it's a hundredth of a second. And it's, it could just been just a couple of little things that could have made the difference. So that's why we go through these things. You know, every little thing matters. So even in this, you know, I'm trying to, you know, find out what really matters. Because I have to, you know, figure this out. And that's the beauty of this. That's what's fun about this whole thing. You know, it's just being able to, to kind of, you know, go through this. So the things that... I am using right now is, you know, of course, everything is organic. And one of the things is we want as much, I want as much nutrition in my body. So the reason I'm 145 pounds as opposed to 175 pounds is because my intake is different. My, in, my intake is just nutrition. Connected. So what happens with what happens Connected. what what happens with our intake with food is we eat a lot because our body needs to try to get the nutrition. And so that's why we have to eat a lot because how food is prepared and what it is, it takes so much for us to consume. We got the weight and the waste, and the waste just sits there. So when we juice purely and consume it properly, our body is getting nutrition. And that's why you heard me say, I don't get hungry. You know, because uh, I'm, I'm juicing, I'm getting all the nutrition. You know, and, you know, low temperature when you're cooking your vegetables to, to, to maintain, you know, the, again, the nutrients. You know, so most vegetables are okay for me to eat, except what I read, you know, on the forbidden list. 
you know, you know, most um, fruit. And, you know, people like to say, well, well, you know, especially when they don't want to understand it. Well, you know, fruit has a bunch of sugar. Yeah, but it's, it's a glucose. And that's what breaks down the ATP. We're going to get into that a little bit later. It ain't the same as refined sugar, the white sugar that's, you know, done over. But we like to say those things to try not to accept the science behind how our body really works. So one of the things with cooking, I got to use all alum- I mean, all stainless steel, no aluminums, no um, non-stickware because that stuff peels. That stuff has toxins in it. So I'm just cooking with, you know, all stainless steel. You know, I cook a soup, you know, that I drink twice a day. And we'll get a little bit more into the detail, but I'm just kind of breaking it down because I want us to understand that things are good and bad. And if you take things just on the surface, we can hurt ourselves. You know, you hear people say you can't read everything on Google and stuff. And that is true because we have to understand the context. If we get things out of context, we get lost. Or we can make mistakes. And what I've been trying to do, and and even this this helps me, is get my health within my own context. And what I'm trying to do is to help, you know, you out there, get your health under control. Get it in the context of where you are to understand. And, you know, it's always going to people to say what's good and bad for you. Because maybe they don't want to not or start doing it, which is okay, but it may not be good for you. So it's kind of like, you know, as a CPA, you know, someone comes to me and and wanted some tax advice, you know, start asking me questions. I said, I really just can't answer that question because there are things I kind of need to know that you're not going to tell me, not because... You're trying to keep it from me. You don't know that that information is important to make a decision. You know, for instance, you know, people say, yeah, you can write your mortgage interest off. Well, mortgage interest has a phase out. If you make so much money, mortgage interest may not be deductible. So just to say mortgage interest is deductible can get you in trouble. I could be talking to a multimillionaire. That's not applicable. So when we give advice, we got to be real careful. And I'm just wanting to provide information. And I'm hoping, you know, as we go through these the season, I want people to participate with me and call in and, and, and provide some information to help me. Because I'm walking through this too. I've been learning for 14 months, 15 months, and I'm still learning. You know, this is a process. As a matter of fact, this last few minutes, if you want to call in, you know, you can call in at 404-557-2264, and I'll put you in on the air with me. Call in. 
You know, if you got my cell number, it's just my cell number. No new number. For those who know me, want to call in, I'll put you on real quick. But it's just about sharing information. So I'm going to kind of really start getting into the detail. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have my, my blood work up. I'm going to have some of my MRI results up. And so you can really see it. And so I'm going to talk about mine so when you read yours, you might have a better understanding. I'm not going to tell you what yours is saying. I'm not qualified to do that. You know, you know, it's going to people saying, you're not a doctor, you can't say that. Yeah, that's true. You know, even as a CPA, you know, someone asked me some type of legal question, I can't answer it, even though I may know the answer. I'm not qualified to do that. I don't have that license. You know, there are people who, you know, you don't have to have a license to do taxes, but you have to have a license to render an opinion on financial statements or even a review. It's the only CPAs can audit financial statements. Now, there could be a non-CPA who can do the majority of the work, or maybe almost do all of it. They just can't sign a name. But the reason the license is, is important because it shows the minimum competency that we're qualified to render that opinion. So I just want to make sure people understand because, you know, people always want to disqualify you. That you ain't qualified to do A, B, C, D, F, and G. That may be true to sign a name. But you can be qualified to render your, your opinion on yourself or what you're going through and, and your understanding and relay information. And if anybody want to come on and has more qualifications than I do, please come in and help. I'm all ears. But we're always being disqualified. And sometimes when we go into that doctor's office, they want to tell us, well, I'm the doctor. And you may have some questions. And you have some concerns. And, and as soon as they say that, we kind of clam up. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I didn't go to medical school. I didn't even take biology. And we think we're not qualified to understand what's going on. And that's just not true. Don't get scared of taking your health into your own hands. So we're going to kind of start breaking this up on these next you know, a few episodes where I'm going to start getting some bite-sized pieces. And I want us to have the confidence to take our health under control and not be afraid and ask the questions. You know, I encourage my clients to ask me questions, to challenge what I'm saying, because I want them to understand it. Because individual tax clients during the year, if they only come see me once a year, and I encourage them to come see me in October, November, so we can tax plan, so we can do some things before January 1. Because once January 1 rolls around, there's some things we can't do. 
because we allowed that year to, to expire. But it's on you to call. It's on you to take control. And when we sit down, Corey, this is what I'm doing. This is what are you thinking? Well, Corey, you said this last year. Why is it different now? Okay, well, the, the, the tax law changed. Now it's a phase-out period. Because mortgage interest didn't always have a phase-out period. So, and there's some other things. And sometimes I miss it. You know, you can tell folks, hey, you can write off, you know, your gains and losses from your sales and stocks and bonds. Well, hey, they put a limit on that to $3,000 a year. You have to carry it over. Someone may be thinking, hey, man, I'm going to take this $10,000 loss this year. But you might be limited to $3,000. All I'm saying is, because you're not a CPA or a tax preparer, doesn't mean you don't bring your questions and get an understanding to those who are the professional. And you don't do your own research. I have clients all the time bring me stuff to say, hold on, you know what? Let me look into this. But sometimes our professionals don't want to do that because they want to lead us down a particular road. So get control of it. Understand what your, you know, what your role is. And it's up to you to do what you're supposed to do with your health. So I want to thank you, uh, you guys, for kind of checking in with me because um, I didn't know if I was going to do this today. You know, I, I was telling you I was going out to the wilderness, and actually I'm kind of here now. And, you know, um, it's, been a, it's been a heck of a journey. You know, I, I can tell you that. So this is kind of the, the start of it. And I'm really looking forward to it. And this is why this is the, you know, the new season. And we're going we're gonna to break down, you know, all these different things. You know, we're going we're to break it down so we understand what we, what we have to do. And, you know, I just really appreciate, you know, People just checking in and, and, and showing concern about what's going on, you know, with my life and, and taking their own life and health, you know, under some type of advisement because it's important. And I see now that I have some, uh, some technical difficulties here because things are not coming in like they should, and I'm trying to fix it. And I think I have. There we go. I want to leave you with a smooth transition. But I want to thank you for checking in with Women with Prostate Cancer, No Fear Necessary. And I'm trying to be here every Sunday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I want you to check out my podcast at coreymoody.podbean.com. Go to that webpage. Because I have a bunch of links there. I do a financial series on Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And that is a webinar. So it's interactive. Just like I want this to be interactive also. But we, we go through a lot of things. So check out my Facebook page. Corey, Mo- Corey D. Moody. 
Corey Moody CPA on Instagram. So I'm trying to bring all this stuff together so you can, you know, you can find me and, and ask questions. You know, I'm happy to say I'm in 22 different countries now. And the call is the support because I need you guys to, to import some, some knowledge and stuff into me. Because this is a fight, you know. I'm in this race. And it's fun now. And I just want to help anyone that that's willing to listen and, and want to help. And, and not to be afraid to ask questions. And not to be afraid to, you know, talk to your professionals. And if, if they intimidate you, you know, find someone else that's willing to open up and teach you about what's going on. But my mind and my brain, my spirit, is just changing. So again, I want to thank you for listening to Winter with Prostate Cancer, No Fear Necessary. Again, catch me on Wednesday with the Renaissance Fellowship with E. Donald Cheney. And um, have a good weekend. And I appreciate you checking in with me. And I hope you have a great rest of the weekend or what's left of it. And enjoy. Enjoy.